Welcome to It Is What It Is, or Is It? I'm your host, Kay Francis, a licensed marriage and family therapist from Knoxville. I'm the author and creator of The It's It's, a children's book series, and my podcast topics will draw from my 40 years of experience in the fields of psychology and business. That includes executive coaching, training, and online program development. Today, we're going to talk about boundaries, how they can make or break you. I had to really think about why I wanted to do this topic, and I would like to share that with you before I actually get into talking about it. It was a difficult thing for myself to learn about, but I had some foundation for it, which I'll explain later. But a lot of people don't have any foundation. They've never been taught or learned the criticalness of this particular skill, and it is a skill, but it's an important one. It's vital. Most people find that it's really tough to do, or they simply don't understand the importance of it. It also takes courage, which I think you'll pick up as I explain more about it, why courage comes into play. But most importantly, you have to know yourself. How do you set a boundary about what you like, don't like, what you'll deal with, what you refuse to deal with, what your limits are, if you yourself don't know yourself? You could be a pushover, and you're never going to ever have a boundary. A lot of people see setting a boundary as something very negative, like they're being harsh, or they're being critical, or they're not being kind, or whatever negative thing you can think of. But it's the opposite. If someone reacts badly to you setting a boundary, then one thing you should know up front is the fact that that means they don't understand boundaries. And you're going to run into that a lot because unconsciously it is difficult. And I think that's bottom line why I picked this particular topic today, because it is difficult and it's not talked about a lot as far as really, really talking about it. We throw the word around a lot. We say, oh yes, you need a boundary. You need to understand boundaries. But I'm telling you just from my private practice over the years, it's major. And I cannot tell you that I would say most people have a problem setting those boundaries. So let's just get into it and see what you can learn today that might help you. Setting boundaries is an essential skill that everyone needs to learn how to implement effectively. Like most behavior, it is a learned skill and should be taught beginning in early childhood. However, you can't teach what you never learned. So the first step to take before teaching others is to evaluate what you know and learned about boundaries and why they are important. From a young age, I observed my mother and father never opening each other's mail. I also remember if my father, sister, and myself wanted extra money, we went to my mother, but we had to bring her the purse. No one was allowed to open it. It was her property, and we knew that early on. We also were taught to knock on their bedroom door before going in, and they showed us the same courtesy. Although these examples are simple, they do begin setting a foundation for children to understand the meaning and purpose for what boundaries are. Boundaries are respect. Boundaries teach respect. Knowing when and how to set boundaries with family, friends, co-workers, or love relationships is critical if you want your personal needs and wants to be met, if you want to be heard, if you want to be respected. Expecting people to understand what you are thinking or wanting is just not realistic. People are not mind readers. They need input and direction. 
children need boundaries so they don't cross over the line, so they don't feel entitled, so they don't feel that they have the power. Well, that goes into adulthood as well. You need to know learning about boundaries and enforcing them consistently is one of the main things that can make or break a relationship. Basically, most people want to please people in their life. But if someone doesn't tell you what they need or what they don't need from you, you will be left feeling confused and frustrated and maybe even angry. Therefore, when boundaries are not communicated, someone is bound at some point to step over the line. So you have to take the responsibility onto yourself instead of saying, well, why didn't they do this or why didn't they do that? Did you let them know that's what you needed? How many times do I hear in my office, well, they should know, they should know. If they really cared, they would have done that. Things like that, those kind of statements, they haven't set any boundaries. You know, particularly in this time of all of our technology, how about scrolling through each other's phones? This is a big problem. I get it in my office regularly. That tells me right off the bat, there's not trust in that relationship. And that's the first thing we have to look at. Not that they're scrolling. What's the trust level and why isn't there the trust? And certainly, they've broken all the boundaries. The only time you're permitted to scroll is when something has happened in the relationship and you're trying to rebuild the trust. Then that's the place where you start. And it's hard. It's really hard. But if you're really committed to making that relationship work, you're going to have to do that. Besides, don't you know, the truth always comes out in the end. So you have nothing to lose by doing the right thing. We all have limits. Would you agree with that? I know when I'm over my head, (laughs) we have limits. But often, what do we do? We wait to our breaking point to express what we're feeling. By that point, the conversation is not going to go anywhere, and it's not going to be helpful, and it's not going to solve anything. If anything, by the time we let loose with all we've built up, because we haven't had a boundary and somebody keeps crossing it and crossing it, and we don't say anything, and then we let loose, they think we're crazy because we never said anything. So they don't look at what they're doing wrong. They're looking at you like, what in the world is going on? So you have to realize that if you're not willing to express the needs and the wants and where your limits are, people are going to unconsciously step over. Think about a time you allowed someone to cross over the line and didn't let them know what they had done. It was easier, wasn't it, to back off, but you did end up feeling resentful, I bet. To have the courage to speak up what you are willing for someone to do or not do is vital if you want to have respect and be respected. When I say that, I think about couples that don't do that. They don't have respect in that way. And it's so easy for that relationship to turn toxic just for the reason that they're not respecting each other's boundaries. Recently, I heard a perfect example of someone setting a boundary and another person not respecting the boundary. And it went like this. Two friends were sitting around and one was admiring her friend's antique vase that had delicate glass flowers. She reached out to touch the vase and the flowers and her friend said, please, please don't touch that vase or the flowers. It's very old and fragile. But she picked up the vase anyway and two of the glass flowers broke into pieces. Her apologies did not make up for her disrespect. She was someone who didn't respect another person's boundaries and guaranteed she doesn't have any for herself. Here's a few things to think about, and we get back to the need to love yourself enough to respect others. It sounds simple, but it's not. So listen, 
You have to respect yourself, your personal space, and your belongings before you can respect another person's space and belongings. You need to be sensitive to what someone requests from you and not forge ahead with your plan or what you want. I see it all the time. And they're not really intentionally trying to do anything. They're just not even aware that they're doing it. They just have this in their mind, and it doesn't matter what you've said or done. They're going to get that plan done their way. You need to value your own time so you are able to know when to say no. Remember, no is a complete sentence. Work on being confident. When you're confident, you never allow yourself to be a doormat. Another example, how you set a boundary. You need to have reasonable limits for yourself and realistic ones and know how to draw a line in the sand. In other words, you need to care about yourself enough that you don't put yourself in unreasonable situations or agree to do things to gain approval or to prove yourself to others. You must be direct when stating your needs and wants or the other person may not recognize the importance of your statement. In other words, you can't be wishy-washy. Remember, say what you mean, mean what you say, and never say it mean. Also, I want you to remember that actions speak louder than words. This goes for your actions as well as the person you're interacting with. Don't be vague and inconsistent. It will only cause confusion and misunderstanding. Please, never commit to more than you can deliver or you will lose your credibility. Some other boundaries that I would like you to just kind of take away and think about is how do you allow someone to speak to you? Have you ever thought about that? How do you allow someone to treat you? Those are the kind of things that require boundaries so that people are speaking to you appropriately because they know that's what you will accept. It's the same way with how they treat you. The first time you're treated inappropriately, you need to let them know very quickly that that's not going to be something you'll ever allow. And if they cross over again, run, Forrest, run. If you develop or improve some of the 10 attributes that I just mentioned, setting boundaries will eventually become second nature to you and you will earn the respect you deserve. Our next podcast will be What Happiness Means to You. I think you're going to find this one very interesting. If you would like to submit a question or suggestion of a topic, you can email me at capital K, capital F, R is in red, A is in apple, and N is in Nancy, M is in Mary, A is in apple, the number one at gmail.com. And I'll do my best to answer as many questions as possible. And I'll also try to consider your topic. Have a safe and blessed week. And remember to be proud of who you are.